You're listening to nothing important. Please enjoy the show. I've been recording this entire time. Have you really? Yes, have you. Oh, how funny. Okay. All right. Um, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, this is the Nothing Important Podcast. Insert witty tagline here. My name is Brian, and with me, as always, is Dave Wright's activist. Dave. Dave, how you doing this evening? <laughs> Did you say Dave Wright's activist? That's right. You're a big supporter of Dave Marriage, and... <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Healthcare for Dave's. So it's a day. You're a Dave's right activist, are you not? Dave's have been kept down too long, Brian. Too damn mm-hmm. long. I think it's time we stood up for ourselves and uh, took what's ours. Did, did you say too damn long or too damn long? Too damn long. <laughs> what? Awesome. What did you think I said? Uh, too damn. Like D A M. We went to school like, with Dan Long. <laughs> oh, see, exactly. Yeah, I thought you were bringing another name into it. Well, Dave, it's good to talk to you, man. I haven't talked to you in like uh, like two weeks since we talked to Ed Bagley Jr., and uh, a lot has changed since then. Has it now? Well, I've been busier. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily with audio things, but with other methods of income and whatnots. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but right. you, you've had a little bit of a uh, chaotic past few weeks, I believe. Yeah, man. I totally had a vasectomy. It was probably like the... Uh, Weirdest thing I've ever been through in my life. <laughs> was, was this the no needle, no scalpel in office vasectomy? No, man. I totally went hardcore. It was it was totally invasive. And uh, before <laughs> I start talking just, about you this, went to what's the doctor fun- and you'd be like, can you just be as invasive as humanly fucking possible? <laughs> <laughs> like I want you to climb in my ball sack if you could do that. <laughs> if you could use, yeah, you know, like in the in the whatever Star Wars film it is where they like, cut open the stomach of whatever animal that is and crawl inside. <laughs> That's, that's what I was hoping my doctor would do to me. But uh, it, it's funny that I'm actually talking about this because my parents didn't even know, and like family members besides obviously my wife, didn't even know I was going to do that until I just randomly dropped it on them after the fact. Is this something <laughs> that you tell people? Well, I don't know. I think I, I think sometimes people are, are like like uh open about it you know they're like well you know we made the decision we're done having kids i'm getting fixed or whatever and that'll be the end of it but uh Mm -hmm. i i uh you know i i could break my arm and uh very minimal people would find out about it this (laughs) is true what i mean like true like i would you i would never post about it on you know like i could break my leg and there would never be a post on facebook it's just one day i would show up with a cast and uh, my response would be like oh yeah i broke my leg (laughs) you know you know what i mean like well, here's the thing, though, but, is, is it's not necessarily saying that you're done with kids and it's over because rumor yeah. is an acquaintance of ours has had his reversed and successfully fathered another child. Yeah, you know, when you go through, uh, it, it was funny because the doctor uh, made it very clear that it's 100% permanent, mm-hmm. but there there are reversal procedures, but uh, it, it's definitely 100% permanent. So he's like, you know, at any minute, uh, if, if this is not something you want a hundred percent, let me know. And he's like, he's like, we're done. Like it's, it's over. So it, it was just kind of weird 
because uh, it, it, it took, I don't know what I was expecting. It took all of like 10, 15 minutes. Like, I think I spent more time sitting there in the weird gown on a, on a plastic chair than the actual procedure. Really? Yeah, it was like it was like no time at all. It, it just kind of felt like I got kicked in the balls a couple of times, but well, it, it wasn't even as lift it up, dig it out, fucking cut it in half, burn it up, sew you up, <laughs> send you on your way, huh? <laughs> yeah, it like you know, and uh, well, it was funny because I was talking to the doctor, you know, because like like I said, it feels like you kind of get kicked in the junk. So I was, I was like, mm. okay. Okay, you know, like there's a lot of that because I mean it does hurt. It doesn't yeah. feel awesome. Was there any anesthetic um, or just he just gets on local? There? there was local anesthetic. Okay, you know, but it wasn't like they like put me under or right. anything like that. So, uh, so he, he does the procedure, and I'm just talking with him. I'm like, well, how many people like regret this while going in? Because you know, I I have two awesome daughters, but I would love to have a son, but it's just not feasible for us. It's just mm-hmm. like count 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 our losses for a lack of a better term you know i have two awesome daughters and i have a pretty okay life like no need to keep complicating it further (laughs) right Right? (laughs) but he was saying some people actually cry when they get a vasectomy and i'm like Hmm. uh why (laughs) you know what i mean like i i mean it is it is a big decision you know and i was i was honestly like probably only about like 80 percent sure until i like uh until i woke up that morning you know what i mean yeah because it's always like that thing in the back of your head where you're like, oh, man, do I really want to do you this? Know, like, uh, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Because it, it it is weird. It's a it's a totally different thing. But he, I guess he says like, grow men cry. Hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, wow. Some people, but I think maybe those are men who who may uh, possibly be um, like like henpeck men. You know what I mean? Like like men whose wives kind of probably pushed them into it, and then, uh. <laughs> then they. You know, whereas uh, whereas I think originally I brought it up to my wife, and she was like, uh, "Well, yeah, I gave uh, birth to two kids, so yes, you can absolutely go through that bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> so it, it took all of uh, fifteen minutes, and uh, you know, I, on the way home, you know, my, we live in Chicago, so there's a bunch of bumps and stuff like that. And my wife said to them, "She's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so sorry." And I'm like, "Oh, oh, this is." This is nothing like, you know, like I've, I've been hurt way worse than this. Like, you know, like right. sports and various other things. I'm like, this is, this is nothing. Yeah. This is the anesthetic a kidney st- stone. This is surgery. Right. But like, then the anesthetic started wearing off and like, uh, it, it was the like every day, a different part of me hurt that I didn't even know was connected to, uh, my man parts. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I, like, I'd be like, like man, well, like the back of your knees hurting one day and then like the side yeah, of your was, ribs hurting the other day. And you're like, how is this connected to that? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, I was like, you know, like the inside of my, my, uh, thighs would hurt. And I'm like, wow, why is that like that? Like, <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> like, I didn't even know any of that was connected, but it was kind of cool because I got to watch a cartoon for like three days. So that was pretty sweet. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was uh, overall positive experience. Uh, eight out of ten would probably get it again. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. Like, like the procedure went so quickly that I didn't even really know because I like you don't know what to expect. Even though you go to like a, you know they tell you exactly what they're going to do, mm-hmm. and like even though it sounds mundane, and this doctor literally did like eight of them that day. It's just what he does on Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's it's literally what he yeah, does on Fridays. Friday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because I asked him, I'm like, you know, because he he pulled out the razor, mm-hmm. you know, and he starts going to town, and I'm like, 
man, you're pretty confident with the racer there, Doc. And he's like, he's like, oh, this ain't my first rodeo. And I'm like, well, how many, uh, how many, how many of these uh, do you do a week? And he's like, well, I only do them on Friday because I do other, you know, other doctory mm-hmm. things and other procedures and stuff the rest of the week. He's like, but I only do it on Friday because you got to have at least three days off your feet. Mm-hmm. So if if I do them on Friday, then people have the weekend right. to um, to uh, you know rest. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm like, so how many how many are you doing today? And he's like, oh, uh, today he's like eight. <laughs> like, awesome. like it's so nonchalant. Like yeah. And afterwards, he was just like, okay, uh, you're gonna want to keep that bandage on there. And uh, if you have any questions, go ahead and uh, give me a call. <laughs> like that was it. <laughs> Yeah, so then it was just pretty much like a painkiller and antibiotics, and it was like literally like, oh, I'll take these like twice a day, and uh, if anything goofy happens, let me know. He never oh. explained what uh, go- something goofy happens means. <laughs> he, <laughs> yeah. was just like, <laughs> he was just like, you know, if uh, something goofy happens, let me know. And so that's uh, that was my that was my grand my grand grand adventure. <laughs> did, did he tell you not to get an erection, or was that just an impossibility at that point? No, no, it, 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 it doesn't affect that part of uh, your functioning, I guess. It, it's just like, like no. I, I guess technically, like, I, I could have, like, had sex or something, but, like, uh, it, it would hurt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know I, think, what I, mean? I like, think a friend of, another friend of ours had one, and, like, we, he had everybody over for poker that night, and he's sitting on mm-hmm. a bag of peas. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I thought he said he couldn't, like, do anything for a couple of days. Like, the doctor said don't. Yeah, stitches. you know what I would Oh, yeah, I don't think I got stitches. See, that's another uh, thing. I don't even know if I got stitches. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, me and my wife were joking about that yesterday. Like maybe because like we stood there awkwardly, right? Because usually like nurses come and make like a follow-up appointment for stuff. And uh, no, that didn't happen at all. Where he was just like, All right, anything weird happens, uh, give me a call. And then You're we're done. standing in the uh, the fuck Yeah, out. standing in yeah, in the hallway and we're like, okay, uh we're leaving. They're like, all right, thanks for coming by. Like, huh. okay, but we're we're going. Like, all righty, call us if you need us. Like, and that was it. <laughs> and then like, because uh, because now this was like over a week ago or whatever. And my wife was like, do you do you have stitches? Like, I don't understand how this works. And I'm like, you know, that's an excellent question. I don't remember anybody talking about that during the consulting phase at all, or <laughs> yeah. or afterwards. I'm like, uh, I'm like maybe that's something I should find out. So maybe I'll call tomorrow and I'll figure out if I need to come back. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Like. That procedure is so whatever that you don't even know if you have stitches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, it's weird. Is here now, like a week and a half or two weeks or whatever it is afterwards. Like, um, like for all intents and purposes, like I'm I'm okay. But like, it, it's just like, like every once in a while you move like a weird way, and then like there will be some sort of weird pain that like doesn't make sense, even though you know what the cause of it is. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like I'll I'll like squat down to pick up something at work and uh, my my pants will move like a certain way against me and like like kind of like hurt me you know like mm-hmm. be like ah but then I'm like oh, that doesn't make any sense how does that even work <laughs> so <laughs> overall it's been a pretty big learning experience because your nerves are a highway my friend yeah a Tom Cochran esque yeah, highway that mm-hmm. your impulses will ride all night long. <laughs> Very nice. Very thank, nice. Thank you, sir. Well, it was uh, it was pretty awesome when I locked my keys in the studio the other day. 
<laughs> yeah, Dave. We, yeah, we were actually going to record uh, last week, and you left your keys in the studio. Yeah, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I uh, I went upstairs with an acquaintance of mine to partake in some recreational activities. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, a like brain. Monopoly. Yeah, like Monopoly or banging. Mm-hmm. And uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was sorry actually. But <laughs> nice. yeah, so we went back downstairs, and I was gonna actually go home to do the interview. And I reached for my keys in my pocket, and they weren't there. And the studio's padlocked, so right. all my keys were in there, padlocked up. It was a pretty horrifying experience. How'd you get them out? Uh, I went to the owner's house and stole his keys. He was sleeping. <laughs> so it was. Have you ever seen Hot Shots Part Two? Uh, yeah, like back in like 1988. Yeah, so you know when he fashions like the pole, you know, takes the broom handle and he's like trying to reach across and steal the keys while he's sleeping from the mm-hmm. nightstand. Yeah, that's what I was doing to Bill. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're lucky. You're lucky you didn't get shot or something. <laughs> you're lucky you didn't wake up and freak out. No, I didn't do that. I called him and met him at his house. Oh. <laughs> it would have been a lot funnier the other way though. Yeah, totally. But yeah, it took like four hours to get it done because. Uh, there's a bar downstairs, and mm-hmm. you know it's on the third floor. The bar's on the first floor, and he was insistent. Bill was insistent the bar had a set of keys, so he was not really giving a shit. And then the bar didn't give a shit because somebody was being silly and was like, kind of laughing about who we were interviewing. Mm-hmm. To put it that way, thought it was kind of ridiculous, and so he was like being silly about it and not stressing the importance of the fact that every single key that I own is locked up in a studio right now. And so it was right. like hard to get them on my side, and like nobody knew what the hell was going on as far as these keys were concerned. So, yeah, it took about three or four hours to get back in, and uh, we had to reschedule <laughs> our interview. Yeah, which we don't even have a reschedule on, so I guess everything works out. <laughs> <laughs> the moral of the story is don't go chasing who was. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Hey, Brian. Dave. So, so this podcast thing has brought about kind of a composition team between uh, our friend Tom and I. Um, Tom I, I, can be heard of the uh, Patrick Fabian. No, Michael Mando mm-hmm. interview. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. We sold our first so. We sold our first theme song. You sold your first theme song? Yeah. What do you mean? We're getting, we're getting a stipend for every time an episode airs because we did a theme song for an internet TV show. No shit. I can't say what it is, but I think a lot of our fans are actually going to like it, so you're going to have to stay tuned for the details because it's a geek thing. It's a nerd thing. Mm-hmm. How the hell did you get that all set up? Uh, Tom knows a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good job, guy. Right, Good. that's kind of what we keep talking about. We might we're gonna try and get into because we're we can create things kind of on the spot, and uh, yeah, we can write catchy, stupid bullshit. So, so yeah, it's pretty exciting because this is a, a potential thing that um, Tom and I have been pursuing is writing soundtracks or theme songs. Wink, wink, hint, hint, nod, uh, nudge, nudge. But uh, <laughs> you know, we did a movie uh, that's not released yet. Once these things get freaking released, I can tell people about them more. But uh, we also did a soundtrack and sound design for a movie that's coming out. Really? Well, you know that that's good because you guys, uh, if anybody hasn't listened to our Better Call Saul podcast, um, called it Saul Goodman, uh, Dave and Tom actually wrote the theme song to that, and we get a lot of compliments on that. So that's that's great that you're 
you're branching out, you know, because, yeah. you know, I, I, I subscribe to like, uh, you know, Reddit podcast. Reddit is like 90% dog shit, but, <laughs> but like there, there's like some subreddits that are actually really cool. And, uh, the people at, uh, our podcasting are usually pretty awesome. And it seems like monthly there's like two or three people that are, well, I want to start a podcast, but I need to know how to make a theme song. And I'm always like, you know, just kind of like being silly. Well, I'm always just kind of being somewhat of a dick, and I'm always like, just make your own. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because I have you. <laughs> because it's not, like, it's not, it's not like I made any <laughs> any wait, music for our podcast. All I can say is wait until season three of Preview <clears throat> of the Prior. Oh yeah, yeah. We it's got some be- things in the works. I'm telling you, like we're gonna make some videos, and we're gonna do some really, really cool multimedia things. Um over the summer in the off season for better call Saul. Mm-hmm. We have a whole crew yeah. of cameramen. We have involved producers. Um, really? You know, yeah. A bunch of freelancers that we all, we all hang out at Chicago street pub. We all meet each other there wow. and, and it's a bunch of super talented people that just kind of want to expand and maybe collaborate and start some shit. So we're trying to start some shit. And since the podcast has a draw, we're going to use the podcast. Yeah, no, absolutely. Please yeah. do. Yeah. That's really great guy. Yeah. Yeah, we got some more. Awesome. I'm not going to tell too many of the ideas until they happen next season. So hopefully, we're still doing this yeah. next season. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a fun little journey. We're going to step up the game, audio sound design wise, next season. Well, that and well, that's good, and, man. And for this post hiatus, nothing important. We're going to add a lot of things in that as well. And uh, we haven't received any submissions for a mid show music break in a while. So any bands out there, you know, send us stuff. Yeah, definitely. If uh, if you have a band, or uh, even if you're a stand up comic, right? We went to see Owen Benjamin, and there's a couple cool people there. If you're a stand up comic and you want a couple minutes of your material to be on the show, you can always hit us up at host at nothingimportantpodcast.com. That'll come right to me, and then I'll have Dave edit it down and put it into the confines of our show. Yeah. And uh, Dave will put it out there. Yeah, I definitely like the comedian thing because um, I guess we're considered comedians. We don't consider ourselves <laughs> that, but. Right, yeah, you know, some somebody somewhere with uh, bad taste and humor probably consider us comedians, but like I, I'd have a hard time imagining anybody like that is really good at that would consider us comedians. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like you know, like a ten year old would probably consider me a cook. <laughs> you know what I mean? But anybody who could cook would probably just consider me a guy who can use a microwave. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna go have a couple drinks with my wife, Dave. Uh, kind of a kind of a fun week this week, just to catch up and chat with you. Uh, we we kind of missed a couple interviews over the past two weeks, but don't worry, we got more cool guests coming up, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we're gonna get back into the swing of things. Remember, we took a we took a break for a bit, and then we got a chance to talk to Ed Bagley Jr., so we jumped back in. And then uh, last week, things kind of came crashing down on us again, but hopefully this time we're back at it. We're going to do some more of the uh, live podcast. I Mm -hmm. know the uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt thing has kind of been forgotten. I don't even think we posted like the first episode. No, I was going to say shout out to Vince and Cody that were a participant in that recording. No, that was that was just just hold on a second, Dave. I think I think that uh, this might actually be uh, Julian. Dave, are you there? I am here. Yes, sir. Dave, on, on the phone, we have uh, Julian Bonfiglio from Better Call Saul. Hi, Julian. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Julian, you know, what, you, know, you know what's funny? Dave and I have been on the phone or been talking for about, 
a little a little while now, and we thought that you weren't going to call us, so we were actually just wrapping up, and then you called. So we're glad that you called in. Good time. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm still figuring out central time what is central time. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you at in the uh, world right now? Are you in uh, LA right now? Well, I currently, no. Currently, I've been I've been on a road trip from Boston to uh, to New Mexico. Wow. So I've been stopping from time from place to place, and right now, currently, I'm in New Orleans. So I'm kind of uh, I'm a little bit scattered. Did you say you're in Newfoundland? Say what? I thought you said New Where Orleans. You, say- you said New Orleans. Oh, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just, yeah. I just stepped into New Orleans. <laughs> oh, for a minute there, I thought you said Newfoundland. I'm like, you made it to Canada. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hopefully, one day, one day, I'll get to Canada. Take the uh, northern, the tropical paradise. That's the yeah. northern route to New Mexico. <laughs> right. <laughs> Way northern route. Absolutely. Well, uh, Julian, thank you so much for uh, calling in. Uh, what we're doing right now is uh, our podcast, Nothing Important, but we're also going to put this on uh, uh, our Better Call Saul podcast called Saul Goodman. So uh, me, uh, Dave and I, or Dave and me, I guess, or me and Dave, I guess it'd be Dave and I. Dave and I, we were cha- we were chatting, and uh, I, I got to ask, is Better Call Saul your first acting gig? Yes, sir. Man, what... Way to, way to jump in on the deep end, man. Most people do like <laughs> <laughs> like cereal commercials for ten years, and you kind of uh, jumped right in. How how did you uh, how did you get in? Uh, how how is this your first acting gig? How did you get in on that? Well, you know, it, it was it's it's been a it's been a little bit of a ride. Like, I mean, I I grew up doing theater, and I always was in the community theater, and always did plays and stuff like that, but. My mentor at the time was in Jim Hatch. He's also an actor. He was on on the episodes of Better Call Saul. So he kind of he he has been my mentor since I was. You know, long story short, he tried to throw me into LA with nothing, and I was like, yeah, I'm not enough. And he said, well, maybe I should try New Mexico. And so I I find New Mexico. The audition for my agent, she hooked me up. And then I just kind of made it my way. I guess it was like one of the many auditions I got to land, which is really awesome. It was really, really unique kind of fun experience to end up doing that. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think going from a small town to somewhere like this is kind of always a big achievement for my own. You know, I mean, it's it's kind of nice. It's kind of nice knowing that, you know. We're, yeah, Absolutely. We're, yeah, when you don't have much and you just end up going, you know, you can you can get somewhere, you know, you can, as long as you're willing to do it. You know? Right, you got to take that leap, as they say. Yeah. Right, is is uh, is acting something you always wanted to pursue, or was it something you were just doing on the side and then you just happened to get a reoccurring role? Or, well, it's always been you know, I've always been a performer since I was a kid. I was always messing around with my parents and doing little acts in front of people. And, Living room, but I um I did end up you know doing it for a while, and I always had an interest in it. And it, then it developed to be something that I was really passionate about, and really felt interested. It was something that was part of me. But I felt really it would be something that called and really you know hit me into this. And so you know I gave it a shot. I didn't really expect much from it. I didn't you know. It's yeah. it's a hard industry. It's really hard for people to get in. Right. And uh, I, didn't, I didn't expect much to happen the first year of acting and you know sometimes you you end up you end up here you know sometimes you 
you fish and you get a nice catch. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you get a yeah. muskie on the first catch and then nothing else comes in the rest of the trip. Hey, maybe you'll catch a little, you know, a little tiny little bass and you're catching the ball. <laughs> well, awesome, man. Have uh, So, like, since you've, you know, you made a few appearances on uh, Better Call Saul now, like, have you found that that's opened uh, more opportunity for you? Are you, are you getting more options uh, to work? Absolutely. Well, yeah, I mean, it's um, now kind of a new development. I, like, enhanced my, my head shop. I connected with a new agent who, you know, set me up on a, a much much bigger database, so I'm I'm sent out for much much more in depth things. So it's it's kind of a cool experience being able to work with with, uh, with new yeah. a new agent that that's really in that's really into it. Um, I, my last agent decided to she she decided to uh, retire young in a way. Hmm. Decided to go with her kids and travel the world, and it was it was kind of that really. I really love her. You know, her name. I love her. Her name is Jody Black, and of course, she's an incredible human You know, she she had to do her thing with her kids. It's totally understandable, and live a life of dreams. You know, and do it and do the <laughs> dream. You know, and I understand that too. That's what I'm doing. Right, right on. So, uh, uh, real quick, uh, before we uh, let you go and such, uh, Better Call Saul season three. Uh, you know, it has been announced. So I'm assuming that you'll you'll be around for season three, right? Like, so, like Jimmy Miguel's got to make at least one more commercial, right? I'm, I he's he's been he does it all. You know, he's, he still he still does it when he's you know when he is soft, when he develops you know into his other personality. You know, he he still has those those funky. <laughs> 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 you question to someone. No, you you know, you need to have a phone call. So yeah. some some stuff goes down. I'm I'm hoping is You haven't heard anything yet, nobody's giving you a call? You know, I think you know, there's still um there's, I'm sure they're still working on some last minute preparations and script writing and all that kind of stuff. So there's there's a lot going on. Um it's, you know, getting a whole new season set up. To, right. to go on to something, you know, it takes a lot of preparation, a lot of things uh, to consider. And, you know, I mean, of course, mm-hmm. waiting on corporate. Corporate is always, you know, making sure they're ready to go. And when they're ready to go, we'll give them the go. And then they sit off. So hopefully, hopefully, I don't, I have, I I still don't know much about what's going on. It's kind of, you know, we're all kind of kept in the dark until thing um, is. Yeah. I was trying to be slick and, and squeeze you a little bit. I was trying to be slick and see if I could trip you up. <laughs> As Brian's want to do. I wish I yeah. could. Yeah. I don't know much. No, unfortunately. But, you know, when they do, I mean, it's one of those industries, that, you know, it's one of those industries that you can't, you can't really tell. I mean, it's so short notice. Everybody's working off of a very short notice schedule. So who the hell knows? I don't know. That's going to be interesting. Gotcha. Well, we, we definitely hope that you're back. And before we let you go, I, I got to ask you, man. And uh, I know this. Que- I know this question is, uh, you know, like uh, Dave's repeating it in his head. He's just, he's just dying to hear the answer. So, uh, the question is, what is your favorite frozen pizza? What is my favorite frozen pizza? Yes. Yeah, man. Oh man. Uh, 
probably Alfredo sausage, Italian sausage. Alfredo Italian sausage. Alfredo Italian <laughs> sausage. Alfredo Italian. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's what? What was that? It, if, you, if you can find that one, you are my god. <laughs> oh, I'll be on the lookout for it. Uh, I had it once, and my my roommate brought it over, and I was like, "What the hell? What is this?" And it's <laughs> been one of the best things I've ever had. And that and that's a frozen pizza. Yeah. It's, All right. So it's like you think it was Domino's, but no. Huh. Wow, that's awesome. Okay, so so uh than that it's probably more cheese. If if anybody out there listening somehow comes across a frozen Alfredo Italian sausage pizza, make sure to hit us up on Twitter, uh either at not important PC or ISGM podcast uh handle and we'll make sure to let Julian know where <laughs> where he can find that. I've never I'm like trying trying to figure out how that would even taste. I've never even heard of that combination of ingredients before. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I bet somebody I bet somebody will track it down. We have a we have a phenomenal uh uh listenership that is uh, very dedicated to that kind of thing. They they will yeah. track it down. They <laughs> they they're pretty rabid about like uh if we give them a question or a request, they will be all over it. So I will find you Alfredo Italian sausage pizza, my friend. Yeah. Uh, you you let them know. You let them know, and I will love forever. Oh well, thousands of people will hear will hear you say that. So they'll. <laughs> so I'm sure I'm sure somebody will will get on top of it. So uh, Julian, absolutely awesome that you called us in. Uh, thanks. Me and Dave were getting worried, but I'm I'm glad that you called, man. It totally made our night. We. We we uh, love the work that you and everybody does on Better Call Saul, and we're glad that you called us. And hopefully, you're back for season three, and you can come back and talk to us again. Absolutely, yeah. Happy, you know, if I let I'll let you know what happens. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're ever in Chicago, like I said, I got a couch for you. And everybody listening out there, come on, let's find this guy a frozen Alfredo Italian. Man, that's even a mouthful to say. A frozen Italian Alfred. Whatever the fuck he said earlier, try to find that pizza for him. <laughs> Fredo Italian sausage pizza is not that hard, Brian. Oh, shut up. I'm drunk. No. <laughs> All right. Julian, we're going to let you go. Thank you so much, and I hope to talk to you soon, my friend. Have a good safe yeah, trip, Julian. my man. All right. Have a good night. Have a beautiful one. <laughs> Bye. All right. So, uh, Julian Bonfiglio from Better Call Saul just called in, and that was good, too, because we were just winding down because we were worried that he, he yeah. wasn't going to call in, and then he called in, so I'm glad that he made it. Seems like a very nice guy. Yeah, the uh, the reception was uh, iffy, but I'll be able to call some things out of it. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, good times. I'm, nice guy. Yeah, absolutely. Nice guy. Totally nice guy. Be sure to follow Nothing Important online at nothingimportantpodcast.com. Find us on iTunes, on Twitter at NotImportantPC, and you can also find us on Facebook. Nothing Important is recorded with help from Third City Sound in Joliet, Illinois. Thanks for being awesome.